Hey, what's up guys? It's Brian here from Full Body Athletics. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this beautiful day. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the beautiful sunshine here in Montreal. It's about three to four degrees, so it's starting to get cold, right? Last week was a beautiful, beautiful week, so... Anywho, uh, sorry for that little message that you guys got right there. So today's uh, podcast is a very interesting podcast. It's a subject that's taboo for men, but not taboo for women. It's about the menstrual cycle. Okay, so this month's article was the menstrual cycle, what to know and not to know and how it can benefit benefit your fitness. So as you've noticed, uh, fitness for women has become more and more popular. So at gyms, we're traditionally used to seeing more men training. But now, especially in the last decade or so, there's been a submergent, submergent, I don't know if it's a word, but there's been a explosion of fitness towards women. You can see all kinds of fitness influencers on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook. You have fitness women groups. You have athletes, coaches, women's sports is on the rise. All these different things can clearly demonstrate that women nowadays are, are training more and more. They're not confined to their homes anymore or to their job. They're taking care of their fitness. And they should. Why? Because you guys are the most important element of the future. Because without you, we cannot have children. We cannot bear children. Men cannot bear children. So therefore, knowing about one's menstrual cycle, what to do and not to do can really benefit your health and longevity okay so um in today's podcast okay we're gonna talk about obviously the menstrual cycle but more specifically the different phases so there are four different phases of the menstrual cycle that we're gonna talk about today what are those four four phases how they affect you how many days them they last all these things second when is the appropriate time according to the phases to train? So a lot of women think that they should go hard for the whole month, right? Or hold the whole, during the whole process of their menstrual cycle. When in fact, it's not true. There are moments in your menstrual cycle where you as an athlete or as a coach should push, push your athletes or yourself a lot harder, okay? But you got to know when are you in your menstrual cycle. And finally, we're going to finish it off with how to alleviate symptoms okay because i know certain certain women can um can be highly affected by different symptoms okay according to the according to their where they are in the menstrual cycle okay they can have cramps they can have um they have to have they can have menstrual cramps they can have headaches they can have low uh, lower energy and so forth the reason why this this subject interests me so much is one because i have a girlfriend and no, i'm kidding one is because in my gym i have loads of women so in my gym full body athletics located in laval canada uh 80 80 to 90 percent of all my clientele are women okay so there's a big number of women and my goal as a trainer as a coach is to bring out the best in my female athletes. So to know where they are in menstrual cycle is really important for me to be able to, to, to push them without killing them. Also, another reason why for me this subject is so important is because I am also a trained naturopath, okay? So for all of you listening to this podcast from abroad and not knowing what a naturopath is, so a naturopath is one that deals with symptoms of illness of clients, but tries to find pathways and and, and, and and guidelines and vitamins and minerals that can alleviate 
your symptoms or your sickness. We cannot prescribe, we can suggest, okay? Because most things, okay, like most inflammation, like symptoms or issues can be alleviated by proper nutrition, proper sleep, and proper vitamin and mineral balance. All right, so let's get to it. What are the four phases of the menstrual cycle? Well, the first phase is the follicular phase. So in this phase, it runs from the first day of the cycle until ovulation. So it's about one to 14, 15 days, depending on the women. Follicle stimulation hormone, FST, is released in the body and estrogen's levels, estrogen levels begin to rise. This rise in estrogen typically causes a rise in energy level. Hmm, very interesting, okay? Many experts suggest capitalizing on higher energy levels and pushing workouts in this phase, okay? We'll get back to it, all right? Some women may find themselves to be way more comfortable performing higher loads and intensities during this specific phase, okay? So the flicker phase is the first phase of the menstrual cycle. Second, the ovulatory phase, okay, sorry for my accent, ovulatory, ovulatory, ovulatory phase. So this phase begins after the follicular phase and lasts three to five days. Estrogen levels are still high and FST and luteinizing hormone LH are increasing. LH, okay, luteinizing hormone, triggers the body to begin ovulatory. Ovulation, okay, so in this period that lasts one to three days, sorry, to three to five days, this is when you begin ovulation, okay? Still, many women feel they can continue pushing workouts and work at higher intensities during this phase, okay? A little uh, side note here. In, in 2013, a study found that female skiers are, are, are at a higher risk of tearing ACLs during their pre-ovulatory phase then the post-ovulatory phase. A four-year study of 113 footballers also found a clear correlation, possibly due to higher estrogens causing ligament laxity. So laxity means stretchiness, okay, or flexibility, or more of a myofascial kind of laxity, okay, so your muscles become more more less tense, okay? A 2005 study also found that knee laxity increased in direct relation to elevations in plasma estradiol levels. So really interesting, guys. In this ovulatory phase, your estrogen levels get so, so high. And what happens in this phase is that your joints start to become super, super laxate. Okay, and this causes inflammation. And we know inflammation in joints could be horrible. That's where, you know, tears happen, uh, scars happen, injuries happen, okay? So really interesting to note, in this phase, the phase that lasts right after the follicular phase, so the evolutory phase, that lasts between three and five days, this is the phase where most athletes get injured. So be careful of pushing your loads too, too high during this phase. Next phase is the luteal phase. So this phase, okay, from last typically 14 days, about two weeks after the ovulatory phase, and is characterized by an increase in progesterone levels. Energy levels may still be high in the first week of the luteal phase, but may drop in the second week as progesterone climbs, okay? So we can see different hormones at play here, right? Estrogen, progesterone, okay? What happens during this phase is that your increase, your energy levels start going down and probably this is the phase where most women start having cramps also. Elevated progesterone levels cause drowsiness and fatigue, okay? 
in addition to increase in core body temperature so you may find yourself to be hotter not hotter like you know you look better but hotter in the sense that your body temperature starts to rise okay you may find yourself also to be more a bit more drowsy a bit more tired in this phase which is completely normal okay some studies have shown that women may fatigue quicker when performing endurance exercises in hot and humid conditions under this phase rate of perceived exertion rpe may also be high in the later stages of the luteal phase some women may find working at more moderate loads during this phase may be more beneficial so as we saw before in the first phase follicular on the second phase ovulatory this is the phases where you should push the hardest okay what we see here is on the third phase luteal this is when the menstru menstrual phase comes close and this is where you should start taking it a slight easy it's important guys to remember also in this phase to talk with your personal trainer talk with your physician and ask them can we go easier okay can we decrease the loads because i'm not feeling good i'm feeling drowsy i'm feeling tired okay don't try to push hard throughout the whole month. And last but not least, the menstrual phase. So this phase lasts three to seven days, but varies from woman to woman, like I mentioned before. The uterus sheds its lining and it has built that is built up during the month. At the beginning of this phase, estrogen and progesterone are their highest, are their lowest levels. They gradually increase in the later stage of the menstrual phase, but some women may experience low energy at the beginning of their cycle. All right. So really interesting. Okay. Exercising during this menstruation can be very beneficial and is often encouraged. Studies have shown that moderate, moderate, I said moderate intensity exercise is effective at reducing premenstrual symptoms. Okay, we're going to get back to it. Okay, some may find it difficult to exercise intensely during this phase, which is completely normal. Here's when we can step in to encourage our clients to reduce exercise intensity if needed. So all my coaches, okay, if you're listening to this podcast, Make sure during this phase, okay, of the menstrual phase, that you take it easy on your clients because it's this phase that they can be extra tired. It can be also a great opportunity just to work on a on mobility, stability, or other areas of fitness, right? Fitness is very, very big, right? We also we always think that fitness is just lifting up heavy weights or exercising. Fitness could be also about stretching, it could be about mobility, stability, other factors. Giving our clients permission and options may be valued during this time. So it's in this period that, you know, if you can give your clients suggestions to how to help with your menstrual cycle, can be really, really efficient. So, just to finish it off, some studies have shown greater fatigability in both the luteal and follicular phases. This disagreement may be due to variation-specific study measures, including limb upper versus lower or task differences dynamic versus isometric either way communicating with communicating with your clients or communicating with your coach is key finding out when their energy is at its peak asking about comfort levels strength power rp motivation can be helpful in determining patterns okay so for those of you that train right you can notice that motivation is not at its highest all the time so if you're a woman and you can relate to this, it's maybe because you're you're in different phases of your menstrual cycle, okay? So pay attention to that. So if you feel like every third week of the month, you're like, oh my God, I don't feel good. I don't want to train anymore. It's not so much that you don't want to train anymore, just your hormone, your hormones are changing, okay? The the rise in the lower the lower Lower the levels of progesterone and estrogen may may give you a bit more fatigue, depression-like symptoms, okay? So pay attention to that.
All right. So with all that being said, I probably went through it, but I'm going to tell you guys once again, when is the appropriate time to train? So we've seen right during the four phases, the follicular, ovulatory, luteal and menstrual phase, the two best phases where you can get intense hard workouts is both the first and the second, which are the follicular phase and the ovulatory phase. In these two phases, there's a rise in estrogen. So the rise in estrogen rises your energy levels, okay? What that means is that it's in this period, okay, that you can start training intensely. That doesn't mean that you can't train intensely during your whole, all the periods, except that in these two moments, this is when you should push the hardest, especially in the follicular phase. Why? Because in the ovulatory phase, you run the risk of getting injured in this phase, okay? So be careful, okay? In this phase, uh, like I so told you before, women's skiers are found to have be having a higher risk of tearing their ACLs, okay? So during their knee, uh, knee joints, okay? So be, be very, very careful. Follicular ovulatory train hardest, but ovulatory be careful with certain joint movements like, I don't know, Heavy lunges, uh, jump squats, uh, heavy presses, these types of things that put a lot of stress on the joints, you may have to be careful. All right? Now, how can, how can we alleviate certain symptoms, okay? Because I know for my, a lot of my female athletes, they have a really, really hard time alleviating certain symptoms like cramps, like fatigue, and other things, okay? So there are three things that you can do today to really help, okay, with your hormones and how you feel throughout the different phases, okay? So, without further ado, what is the first one we could do? First and foremost, exercise, okay? Like I mentioned previously, exercise can alleviate and lessen the pain and menstrual symptoms. Even when pain occurs, when pain occurs, you should remain active by training minimum of three times a week, okay? So it's not time to let go complete of your workouts. It's just time to, you know, take a less of a load, okay? So let's say you're used to training five times a week, okay? Instead of going five times a week, then go three times a week in that specific week, okay? You're not stopping completely, okay? So you're not losing your gains. All you're doing is taking a bit of a break, all right? Second, vitamins and minerals. Research shows that certain vitamins and minerals such as essential omega-3 fatty acids, zinc, magnesium, B vitamins, and vitamin E can reduce the pains of menstrual cramps by helping with inflammation. So all these different vitamins, right, like essential omega-3s, zinc, magnesium, B vitamins, and vitamin E, they're all specifically proven, okay, to reduce inflammation. So we know that menstrual cycles, especially the latter ones, okay, so... Uh, follicular, uh, not follicular, luteal and menstrual, those two phases, those are the moments where you feel the weakest, okay? It's in those moments where you should maybe, you know, increase the intake of certain vitamins and minerals, all right? Those are the moments where you should try to eat cleaner, all right? Even though your body wants to eat fatty foods, try to remain clean in that period. It's going to really help with menstrual cramps, all right? And last but not least, lowering stress and getting enough sleep. Sleep. So we know that stress is the number one contributor to the intensity of menstrual cramps. Lowering stress by practicing breathing techniques like Tai Chi or meditation or yoga or just mindfulness, appreciating what you have, okay, can help in lessening the symptoms because when you appreciate what you have, what happens? You tend to start stressing, stressing out about 
stupid things okay so it's at this period that you, you should work on your mindfulness all right also get enough sleep i see a lot of people you know they deal with you know menstrual cycles are really bad especially the last two and they're having massive cramps well in this period try to get more sleep okay so try to go to bed early all right so those are all the things the different things that you can do okay so exercise vitamins and minerals, and lowering stress, okay? The reason why we did this, uh, I did this podcast today is because understanding one's menstrual cycle can benefit most athletes, coaches, and fitness enthusiasts alike, okay? It can teach you how to, to push and when to take a foot off the gas when it's also needed. Hormones are part of what makes us human beings. To neglect it or not just choose to talk about it can be detrimental to our growth and progress. So yes, talking about it to, to to women or to men in general, okay? Yes, my boys out there, all right? I know you guys think that you guys know it all and that your wife is just crazy, but maybe she's going through a rough menstrual cycle. Ask her about it, right? So if you know your wife or your girlfriend, you know, and the first week of the month that's when she gets her you know her period then ask her babe like how you feeling you know i mean what can i do for you be gentle be nice all right you coaches out there you as well i know you guys want to get results and i know you guys want to get the best out of your athletes but make sure you know where they are in the menstrual cycle right if you push them too hard and they're not you know feeling well well they're not going to come back to your gym or to your facility or to work out with you okay be empathetic all right. If you guys have problems with hormones, okay, hormonal imbalances, you know, period regulation, you name it, okay, digestive issues, energy levels are always low. I am also a naturopath. So if you guys have any questions, please do not be shy. Write to me a DM on Instagram, fullbody underscore athletics at gmail.com or on my Facebook, fullbodyathletics. Or by email, fullbodylegs at gmail.com. Write to me an email. Come and see me. I am a naturopath. I deal with digestive and hormonal issues and energy-like issues. So if you're interested, if you want to book a consultation with me, do not be shy. You can just send me a message and we'll book it together. On that beautiful note, guys, if you're the type of person that has no time to waste and you want to get fit quickly, Full Body Athletics is the place to be. For $149.99 plus tax, you get up to four workouts a week. So for 16 workouts a month in semi-private groups, 10 to 12 people, you get diet guides, you get uh, you get weigh-ins and body analysis every month as if you're training personally. You get invitations to free workshops, okay, and much, much more. Don't be shy. Write to me at DM. Have yourselves a great day, guys. Be good. I will see you soon and stay strong. Ciao. One.